I've found um, myself and a lot of my business friends thinking about our businesses just kind of in a weird way. Um, And I don't know if I can articulate this clearly, but I'll I'll attempt it. So usually the conversation will go something like this. Oh man, Substack has a really cool platform. I see a lot of people doing paid newsletters. It'd be cool to do a paid newsletter myself. Or ah, we should really launch a course to teach uh, coaches how to do a high ticket program or whatever, fill in the blank. The conversation starts with a solution, like a tool, a thing we should do um, that seems interesting. So I wrote about this this morning, uh, trying to articulate my thoughts out, and I'm just going to read through and comment through what I wrote. So there's two ways to think about your business, tool thinking and problem thinking. Tool thinking is dangerous, backward, short-term, doesn't really endure. A lot of times it doesn't even work. Uh, It does have some advantages, actually, but mostly they're negative. Uh, An example of tool thinking is I want to start a paid newsletter. I want to start a SaaS company. I want to try this. I want to do, and you jump to the actual mechanism that's going to cause the result. So tool thinking is when you start with the solution or product in mind before deeply considering the problem that you actually want to solve. So for someone that's like a entrepreneur, it might be I want to start a SaaS company or I want to start a paid newsletter. If you're a business owner, it might be, one of, it might be we need to create an SEO course to help our people because they keep asking for this. For a big business, let's just say like Kodak, uh, we make film for cameras and that would be what they say they do. So the reason that tool thinking is bad is it fools you into thinking um, that you know what the problem you solve is. Um, it's short term and you usually wind up solving an inferior version of the, of the problem that your, your customers actually don't care about. And, and it puts you at risk for several things. Number one, it makes it nearly impossible to innovate because you're reasoning by analogy. You're looking at your industry saying, what do they do? You try to go do it yourself. Um, commoditization happens in your market a lot quicker because people can just copy you because all you've done is copied someone else and you have derivative products that none of you actually know the problem you're solving or the deep-rooted thing you're doing. Um, Word of mouth is harder, more competition, less impact, less profit. And actually, at the end of it, you just get bored. You get bored of writing a newsletter. You get bored of making a course. You get bored of doing your SaaS thing, and you move on to something else. Think about – actually, let me give you an example. So Kodak. Kodak uses tool thinking, or they used to use tool thinking. They thought that they made film. If someone were to ask them what they did – uh, they would say something like, uh, we make film. Uh, people use millions of rolls of film a day, and we simply fill that need. We make the best film ever made. And Kodak did really well with that approach. Like They made a lot of profit, made a lot of film. But the critical bug that tool thinking introduces is the misconception that you're solving the right problem. Kodak thought they were solving a film shortage problem, a film quality problem, and that was totally inaccurate. Turns out there were two things that were true about Kodak's business. Number one, no one cares about film. Number two, everyone bought film despite not caring about it. Why was that? Well, there was an, there was an actual problem people were solving with the film. They could care less about the mechanism that solved the problem. They just wanted the problem solved efficiently. And the problem was they wanted to, to save their memories and share them with other people. That's what, that's what photographs do. Film just happened to be a tool, happened to be at the time for a, for a while, actually, the best way ever created to solve that problem. So people bought it. Not because they love film. People don't care about film. What they care about is preserving their memories and sharing them with people. 
So as soon as digital cameras were popularized, Kodak went bankrupt. Kodak started with a tool. We make film. They thought of themselves as a film manufacturing company, and they were overcommitted to the solution to the problem. One, because they had never actually identified the true problem, which is we want to preserve our memories and share them with people and want to make that easy. They thought the problem was making film. Wrong problem. They were solving the wrong problem, and their business went bankrupt as a result. If they had become overcommitted, not to the product, but to the problem, if they had become overcommitted to preserving memories and sharing them, they would have invented the digital camera and Instagram. So tool thinking has three fatal flaws. Number one, you never gain clarity on the problem you're solving due to premature focus on a particular solution. You get obsessed with hammers. And you're like, I got a hammer. What can I build with a hammer? You see this every time a new technology comes out, chatbots or GTP3 or whatever. People get obsessed with the tool. And that's actually, that has a function. That's fine to be obsessed with the tool because it expands your reality and it expands the type of solutions that you can create to problems. But most people take it so far that they then try to find the Bitcoin solution for everything. And it's like, man, Bitcoin is just a tool that helps you solve a particular problem. And if you haven't identified a problem that Bitcoin will solve, you'll just make like these ecosystems and products around Bitcoin. And nobody gives a crap about Bitcoin. No one cares. It's just a tool. So tool thinking has three my recording got interrupted. So tool thinking has three fatal flaws. Number one, you never gain clarity on the problem you're solving due to premature focus on a particular solution. I want to start a paid newsletter. You've already picked your tool and you don't even know the problem yet. <laughs> like, how do you know that, that that a paid newsletter is the best way to solve that problem? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's coaching. Maybe it's a software. Maybe it's like, who cares about the tool? I don't care about hammers or screwdrivers or drills. All I want is a house. Like, I want a place to live that inspires me and I like. Whether the contractor used his particular carpentry method, I literally don't care at all. Neither do any of your clients. Number two, you overcommit to your primary product once you've made it. If you have tool thinking, you make a you make the you make a really good solution to a problem, and then you get committed to that solution. You get committed to your paid newsletter, you get committed to your course, you get committed to your software product. And that creates, number three, an avoidance of regularly asking the question: what is the best possible way to solve this problem? Because if you're not regularly asking that question, one, you haven't identified the problem. Two, somebody else will find a better way to solve the problem. As new technology comes out, new approaches come out, new understanding about your problem come out, there will be better ways. You have not, 100% of you listening to this, you have not found the best way to solve the problem that's ever existed. And if you have, that will be untrue in two years and untrue in a decade and untrue in three decades and untrue probably next month. So if you're not constantly asking, what is the best way to solve this problem, which you're not going to be if you're overcommitted to the product, which you're not going to be if you have a tool-focused approach to your business, then you'll have problems. You'll eventually go out of business. That's the end point of that. Alternatively, let's talk about problem thinking. Problem thinking arises from a strong belief about how things are or should be. I'll give you an example of this in a minute. And then... Selecting one obstacle that's preventing that that belief from being true. So problem thinking is better because it guides you to creating a unique and innovative product that endures longer, works better, and is more profitable. It makes a better solution to the problem that's ever existed before if you use problem-centered thinking. The benefits, it forces innovation, better profit and impact. Solves the problem better than it's ever been solved before, and none of your competitors are doing it, so you're going to be totally differentiated in the marketplace as a result. So example, 
SpaceX uses problem thinking. Their primary domestic partner in the U.S., uh, United Launch Alliance, does not. Ask ULA, United Launch Alliance, what they do, and they would say something like, we make rockets to fly government satellites and stuff to space. Tool thinking. We write a paid newsletter about popular trends in our industry. We have a software product that lets you do X, Y, Z. Which means that we can predict what will eventually happen to ULA <laughs> in any company that thinks like this. You're overcommitted to the core product. You become entrenched. You double down on legacy. You get overrun by competition that eventually asks the right questions and has a better innovation than you have. And you eventually go bankrupt in that business. It's exactly what happened with Kodak. Exactly what happened with Circuit City. SpaceX, on the other hand, they have a core belief about what should be. They've identified a key problem preventing it from being, and they've created the best solution that's ever existed for solving that problem. So what are those things for SpaceX? The belief is humans should live on multiple planets. The problem preventing that, or one of the main problems preventing that from happening, is it's too expensive to get to other planets. And the solution they are creating and have created for that is make it cheaper to get to other planets. Make it cheaper with reusable rockets. Don't throw them away every time. So thinking like SpaceX with problem-centered thinking naturally innovates and creates magic. Thinking like ULA, tool thinking, and Kodak, tool thinking naturally does it and naturally leads you to going out of business and getting bored with what you're doing and asking weird questions that don't even make sense. Some people refer to this as first principles thinking. I think that concept of first principles thinking just misidentifies the magic in this. I think it's more like, I don't, this is bad phrasing, but like first problem thinking. What is the belief that instigates, the, 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 what is the belief about the world that you have as it should be or as it is? What is the problem preventing that from happening? And what's the best possible way you can solve that problem? So a couple of takeaways. Number one, start with the core belief. Number two, identify one problem preventing it. Number three, make the best thing that's ever existed to solve that problem. Number four, hold that solution with an open hand. Do not get married and overcommitted to that. Be overcommitted to the problem you're solving. And number five, nonstop asking of the question, what's the best possible way to solve this problem? And there's some cool things you can do with this over time. You can solve all kind of problems around that belief. So let's say, for instance, you're your core belief is that families are the most important thing. Family is the most important thing. So what's some problems preventing that from being reality or making that harder? Number one is jobs. Like, man, just the way most typical jobs work, um, it's hard to just take off to go take your kid to school or you have to like center everything around the job and not your family. So maybe a solution is you help people start their own business that gives them more freedom. Or maybe it's around, maybe the problem is around marriages and strengthening marriages, or maybe it's around parenting and strengthening parenting. You could have a company that does all of those things. You have to start one at a time, but by having the core belief clear, you can then clearly identify the problems there and then one by one create solutions or multiple solutions for each individual problem. So that's the difference in problem thinking and tool thinking. Tool thinking is dangerous. Problem thinking is fun, limitless, has the most impact, and just happens to be the best way to make really good money for yourself. Most coaches and consultants who have a resource that they give away online aren't leveraging their thank you page, also referred to as a confirmation page, the way they should. Your thank you page is actually an opportunity to generate additional traffic to your website if you do the right things to make it go viral. This month only, I'm giving away my viral thank you page playbook, which includes everything you need to make your thank you page become a viral traffic source to your website, resulting in a lot more leads for you. You can grab it for free this month only at growthtools.com forward slash free.
Again, that's growthtools.com forward slash free.